Hollywood Hoop Dreams aren't only made from magic, they also come in the form of original podcasts from the Hoop Ball Network. So if you're the Lakers zooming out, are you tempted to bring back DeMarcus Cousins in the playoffs? And do you disrupt the dynamic at that point if he's healthy enough to play? Join Ethan, JC, and the thriving Lakers community around the world to talk about all things Lakers. The Lakers this season has come to expect of this team is consistent winning. That is something we have not been able to say since I've seen Andrew Bynum in a Lakers uniform. The show is available everywhere Paul are found and you can follow the show on twitter at hoopball lakers the following is a hoopball presentation yo 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 where you at? What you doing? How you be? <laughs> I had to change up the hey, hi, hello. I like it, but um, had to make it more my own. Anyway, who am I? Corbin Ford. You can follow me at CorbinNBA. And you are listening to, coincidentally, the latest edition of NBA Today. Hope everyone's doing well. It is crazy out there. So day by day, hope we're just trying to keep our sanity, keep it together, take it one day at a time. And, you know, be the best version of ourselves we can be. With that being said, going to talk a little bit of NBA news. Not a whole lot on that front. Like, seriously, not a whole lot. Um, the NBA laid out specific plans for um, the teams to restart or for the NBA to start. The NBA has, like, concrete plans now about how they're going to do it, a little bit more of, of the parameters set for teams and players and what can be, you know, basically done aside from playing the games and then also we have a, a statement um from a coalition of nba players that includes kyrie irving avery bradley and more um just pursuing further examination of the nba's plan to restart the season but first do I have to let you know please we are part of the hoop ball podcast network podcast collection podcast assemblage hoop ball at hoop ball tweets and at hoop-ball.com so at hoopball tweets on twitter and www.hoop-ball.com on the good old internet to find a plethora of hoop related content not only concerning fantasy basketball which is the bread and butter but also a variety of nba podcasts several team podcasts of this daily pod here or this general nba pod as well as the awesome fantasy nba today the box score breakdown for when games come back on i mean literally you can't go wrong with all of the content available on hoop-ball.com so definitely make sure to check that out they have the news they have the team coverage and they have the fantasy analysis and while you're there do me a favor and look at mybookie.ag Obviously, no games right now, but that is soon to change with the NBA and talks of obviously coming back very soon, the WNBA making plans as well, and other sports slowly but surely getting on that train. With those sports, obviously, there's bets to be made. And when you make those bets, make sure you do that with mybookie.ag. They're a proud partner of all hoopball podcasts. Definitely make sure to wager there. Use the promo code today. Get that 50% deposit match. I mean, they're doing it on like simulations of 2K right now. Like, they're going to find a way to make some bets. You can find a way to wager. Make sure that you use mybookie.ag when you do. All right. Aside from all that, let's get on to the news. So, the NBA's plans to restart the season. I'm reporting this, um, or reporting this, relaying this information from Tim Reynolds, Associated Press through NBA.com. Basically, it's going to be interesting. Uh, they have very specific plans to restart. 
Um, and according to a memo and handbook that were both obtained by the Associated Press, safety obviously is of the utmost importance. Um, players were told they will be tested regularly, not just with deep nasal swabs, but they'll have to adhere to strict physical distancing and mask-wearing policies. Um, obviously, the league has been working on this in a conjunction with the National Basketball Players Association about how exactly the restart will, will go on for weeks, um, and they've been taking medical advice from all of the leading medical experts just on trying to figure out how to contain this league and keep it going in this continued battle against COVID-19. So according to um, basically this memo here, most teams will arrive in Florida on July, on either July 7th, 8th, or 9th. There's a person with knowledge of the situation um, said that the reigning champion Toronto Raptors, which is the only NBA team based outside the U.S., will be permitted to gather for some pre-camp workouts under strict guidelines that other teams will follow in their own cities before that arrival date. But... <clears throat> Excuse me. The Raptors are likely to train somewhere in Florida, um, but it's been an area of concern largely because of current Canadian government regulations that call for a 14-day quarantine for people returning to Canada. So you have some players right now who are obviously on the Raptors who are in Canada right now. Others are in their home states in the U.S., so it's a little tricky there. But it sounds, I mean, really interesting. Uh, just alongside the procedures for how the training rooms and meetings will be utilized, there's going to have three-hour blocks per team for practices all scheduled with one open hour in between sessions for cleaning and sanitizing and I mean they've gone through the details they even have how team and player laundry will be handled but it's not all just hard work and no play they're gonna have game rooms golf court access cabanas with mistress to combat the heat you got your fishing areas you got your backstage tours your bowling your salon services you even got NBA 2k in there and players can go and watch other players play games I mean that just sounds like a vacation uh, obviously they're playing high level basketball where the stakes are even higher come playoff time but aside from that that's pretty cool um there's also plans to have mental health professionals being available for players and coaches pre-game chapel services done virtually yoga and meditation three square meals a day and four meals on game day and restaurant availability um as far as the nitty-gritty on what um as far as uh, personnel, what the teams can bring. Teams can bring up to 35 people as part of the basketball operations group, which includes players. You got your senior executive, your athletic trainer, your strength and conditioning coach, your equipment manager, and your security. So you got that, and there are plans somewhat complicated at this moment. Hopefully it'll be fine-tuned as to whether, or not whether, because they will be able to, but how players will bring their family and, I guess, some friends. Um, what I do know for certain, at least um, through reporting that's already been done, is that they will have to pay for that, which, I mean, hey, it is a business after all, right? So that is interesting. Um, again, a lot going on, a lot of balls in the air. <laughs> Basketballs, yes, but I'm talking about like just different components and, and measures that you have to consider with something as tricky and unprecedented as this. Although I'm going to tell y'all right now, I've used the word unprecedented so many times, and I've said it, and I'm tired of hearing it. I get it. It's unprecedented times, but we got to do better, y'all. It is un. Nah, we're going to stay with our president for now. <laughs> All right, y'all, but other news. While the NBA is planning on going full speed ahead, you do have some players, people who have concerns about whether this is the right direction to continue moving on, um, main, namely a coalition of NBA players, as I mentioned before, that include Kyrie Irving, uh, Dwight Howard, Avery Bradley. There's others who are you know, trying to reevaluate whether this is a good idea and not for just the health of the players there. This is even more so about the responsibility that they believe to take on a leading role in exploring answers and solutions for fellow players. And they believe that 
um, they're speaking up for players who are reluctant to speak for themselves who may also have this feeling. Um, Avery and Bradley are two of a few who've been more vocal. Dwight Howard also put out a statement through his agent. They believe they're providing a voice for those players who fear retribution if they openly voice their concerns. Um, they want to address the investment of resources and ideas of all, all league constituencies, um, from the commissioner's own office down to ownership level, down to management and the players' association, to make sure that they're all in line um, in regards to how the message of social justice reform would be relayed. Um, among concerns, aside from that, is obviously the recent surge in coronavirus cases. I'm in Arizona. We went from zero to 100 real quick in terms of being a hotbed of that because people just want to congregate and flock in large numbers together. And I mean, honestly, here's the thing. I don't care what people think, whether it's real or not. I have friends and family who have all sorts of ideas about the coronavirus and everything and whether you should wear a mask and how inconvenient it is and yada, yada, yada. I'm not planning to go here and preach to y'all about what you should or shouldn't do. But people are getting sick people are dying and then newsflash when people are being separated and staying at home for however length of time is needed they aren't doing those things less tragedy i think that's a good idea so that's what i say to that with that being said i wish that the nba would do it like why not and when i say the nba would do that i'm not speaking in shutting down the season or pausing obviously that's up to the players that's up to the league how that all comes together I'm speaking just for Arizona. I mentioned the NBA in regards to what I'm about to speak on now, which is the concern about a surge happening. There's a lot of moving parts. Players, families, team personnel. It's just, it's, it's a lot to go on. It's a lot to factor in. Players could understandably be concerned, right? Now, the social um, reform aspect of it is even more interesting to me. I'm going to read um, just the statement put out by um, the uh, NBA Player Coalition. Um, which basically, and I'm going to read, not basically, I'm going to read it. So I quote, as an oppressed community, we are going on 500 plus years of being systematically targeted, used for our IP slash talent, and also still being killed by the very people that are supposed to protect and serve us. We've had enough. We are combating the issues that matter most. We will not accept the racial injustices that continue to be ignored in our communities. We will not be kept in the dark when it comes to our health and well-being, and we will not ignore the financial motivations slash expectations that have prevented us historically from making sound decisions, end quote. So obviously, I mean, this, it's coming from Kyrie, it's coming from other players, obviously Kyrie has a bad rap already with some of his more um, inventive or outside thinking uh, <laughs> that is <laughs> conventionally frowned upon, so I, I, I get some of the jokes at his expense and, and some of the, the flack he's been getting, but at the same time, I, I do think that is important to, to think about. Uh, just my own personal thoughts on this. I'm in both camps in terms of, on the one hand, you know, and Dwight Howard mentioned this before, that they want to kind of hold the season out or, or wait or at least have more of a reevaluation period until things are better. As, as Dwight kind of said, I'm, I'm definitely uh, paraphrasing here. But the thing that, that's weird about it is that there's a lack of a tangible, quantifiable goal on, okay, things are better. So in regards to the police brutality, the needless killings, uh, the, 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 soul, the, soul, the criminal justice system, social system, don't know where I was going with that. I mean, there are many elements to this. There is a lot to be fixed. So what type of goal, quantifiably, are you going with to stop that? Because you can't, I mean, people are going to be just as corrupt as any. You know, you want to believe in better for the human race at, at just in general you want to believe better for this country in general but what tangible quantifiable steps can you measure to go you know what okay this is where we're at is it when police brutality is down 25 percent i'm throwing out arbitrary numbers here but how do you do that 
on the other hand, and, and this is more what I think about, is, is that I have no idea what that looks like. I have no idea what quantifiable proof you would have to have that things haven't gotten better for the league to resume. I, I, I know I don't have the answers. I doubt that Irving or Howard or Avery Bradley do either. However, I do like the conversations that can come out of this situation. Because, let's be real, this podcast, sports in general, you can go to comics, you can go to music, you go wherever. They're all distractions. We love them. There's nothing wrong with that. And one can debate how needed they are at a time of this. But that is the gist of some of the players here that are that are making this argument. So for them, if that means sitting out, say, the rest of the season, if they choose to do that and the NBA agrees, I doubt that happens, but I don't think I'm necessarily mad about that. People seem to react more when they're uncomfortable. That's just human nature. You know, you send a notice things, oh, wow, this is, I don't like when this happens to me. Maybe I won't do this. Oh, I don't like when that happened to me. Maybe I will do this. You know, it, it, it's about reaction. And sometimes being in situations that make you uncomfortable or, or force you to raise your eyes and, and, your, and your sense of awareness to actions and situations and, and themes that are going outside of you can hopefully push about a, a, a better action for everyone individually, which in turn can make for a better society, hopefully in general. So when you don't have the NBA to run to, when you don't have you know other things to run to, and this is the life that it is for many people who do not have the same luxury of tuning it out as many of us do, then it becomes a lot more real to us. And then maybe, hopefully, that the steps are taken that will then ensure the betterment of everyone. That is the thought. Because I can tell you right now, I believe passionately about speaking up for the injustice of all marginalized people. Black Lives Matter, all of that. I do. As an African-American man, black man, whatever you want to say about me, I've been unjustly you know, accused. I've been targeted racially for just being a black man driving, being a black man going to my hotel while working with the Federal Emergency Management Agency. It doesn't matter. What I'm trying to get at is that this is important to me. It is. But I will also make a confession. If the NBA were to start right now, oh, it would still be important to me. But all of a sudden, a lot of my attention would go to the teams right now. They would. Who's in the bubble? What are the matchups? Are my Lakers going to pull out of this one? Can the Suns take over this insurmountable lead to possibly make the playoffs? What about Zion? What about the playoffs when they start? Then we're talking about matchups. And we're talking about the great games and the scores and everything. And... I'm not going to lie, with all that happening, all that excitement, all that buzz, the NBA is back, baby. A lot of the messages that may very well come out of the forum of players, you know, commercials and whatnot, may fall on deaf ears and may fall on eyes that are looking elsewhere. I'm just saying. If LeBron goes out and scores 46 points in a Game 6 clincher over the LA Clippers and then gives an impassioned 45-minute talk on the state of the country and how we need to do better from our own individual civilians up all the way through the criminal justice system. I'm going to listen, most definitely. But I would be lying if I told you that my entire attention would be on that and not on the 46 points that he scored to just take out the dreaded Clippers and their little superstar Kawhi team out of here. I'm just saying. And I'm only speaking for myself, but we can imagine. It doesn't take much to, to put our minds to think about what that would look like for others or how others would react in a similar situation it's, it's not exactly rocket science to imagine that some of the message would be lost and and that's that's their argument and, and I, I think some of that holds true to be honest with you um it, it, it's a, it's all interesting it all brings uncomfortable conversations you know it, it, it it's it's a lot 
it's a lot. Uh, I just think that a good percentage of people talking about these topics now, if the NBA started right now, would just shift right to the NBA just like that. And yeah, there'd be a few, you know, Justice for Breonna Taylor tweets and stuff out there, but the maximum amount of attention and anger that is felt right now would be lost, some of it at least, or at the very, or at the very least dulled. So I don't know where I fall on it. I, like I said, I tend to understand and sympathize more with where Kyrie and others are coming from. I can't, I can't not do that. I just do. And I want basketball to come back so, so bad. But at the end of the day, I mean, you know, when basketball's on, I'm a black man. That's it. When basketball's off, I'm in the same situation. And, and no matter what, you know, you have other people, in, in, and this isn't just for me, but you have others who are in similar situations that they can't escape their life. And yes, the escape is great. But at the end of the day, if you can make that life actually better and not just give more escapes to detract from how bad that life is or how bad it possibly is, I think you go for that. I just do. And that's really all I got to say about it. That's the news part. Um, I'm glad the NBA is at least taking into consideration as far as having these conversations. And ultimately, I do think that the league will continue. There's too much invested, I think, in it for it not to Um and, you know, hopefully they will put more messages out, have more of a platform to use to bring about that unity and change that everyone's speaking of. Um, the NBA and NBPA have been in contact with the players to get a better understanding of how they can work together. I think that will continue. Um, they had a big conference call on Monday um, and a, a call the weekend before that was closer to 100. And, you know, I, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see what happens. But, um, I mean, that's really all that we have to say about that. July looms. All right, and with that, the future of the NBA season for the 2019-2020 season. All right, well, I appreciate y'all going through my ramble um, that, you know, I do think was important, but at the same time, I, I, I want to say that thank y'all for sticking through me here uh, with that. That'll be the end of NBA today for today. <laughs> but um, we do have some projects in the works. I'm going to be doing a couple podcasts this week, starting with the teams outside the bubble, just kind of going into their off-season plans, um, and this we're going to do for all the teams in the NBA, hopefully very soon. But right now, we're going for the teams outside the bubble, more of a deep dive, uh, team looking. The name's pending. I'm going to figure it out. Basically, looking at the team in the stance right now, checking our prospects, looking through the draft, possible trade chips and targets, and just where these teams may stand both for now and the future. So uh, probably going to drop them pretty soon. I'm pretty sure it's going to be the Timberwolves. Just throwing it out there. Pretty sure it's going to be the Timberwolves, and they're intriguing. Um... A few of these teams I actually like. So it'll be fun to get down to that. We're already going to start the prep work on that, but expect that very soon. Um, aside from that, please, again, you can follow me at CorbinNBA. Follow HoopBall, please. They're just a great site. www.hoop-ball.com and at HoopBallTweets. Make sure you do that. A lot of good NBA content there. Regardless, great pods, great everything. Check out mybookie.ag. Please do really good stuff there as well and um that'll do it take care y'all This has been a Hoop Ball presentation.